It's Bourbon Blog Live. I am joined live from Maryland by my good friend, Brian Tracy. He is president of Sagamore Spirits, some delicious rye there in Maryland. We're going to be trying some whiskeys, talking rye with Brian. How's everything there in Maryland, Brian? Everything's wonderful, sir. Thank you for asking. Oh, great. No, it's it's good to have you. I know we uh, we met, I'm trying to remember, five, six years ago. Do you remember how many years ago you were at the Derby? You were at the Derby every year. I'm trying to remember how many years ago. Oh, yeah. This was like, this was a 2013 or 14 Derby, maybe. What's, yeah. the, what's the Brown What's the brown party? Uh, like the Brown Derby. The Barnstable Brown, yeah. Yes. Yep, that's that where was. you and I met. Was it Barnstable Brown? Actually, just announced a couple of days ago that's canceled this year. They're going to be having it next year. And, of course, Derby being uh, rescheduled. But we met. We've been staying in touch. I visited your distillery uh, several times when I'm on the East Coast hosting tastings. Uh, I think a lot of people probably do know about your rye whiskey and, and the uh, amazing stuff that you all do. But for those that don't, tell us, you know, what is Sagamore Spirit Rye? Sure. Um, so, you know, we're based in Baltimore, Maryland. And, as you know, you have a pretty sophisticated group following you, so a lot of them probably know, but, you know, Maryland used to be famous for rye whiskey, um, and Maryland-style rye kind of really had its own brand identity, it's like a little bit fruitier, a little bit uh, sweeter rye, um, and, you know, we have a history of distilling that goes back to the 1500s, 1700s, we really kind of switched over to basically from rum to whiskey, and, uh, you know, even right before the Whiskey Rebellion, you had uh, Jacob and Mary Beam in the late 1780s, early 1790s, and Basil Hayden pick up and move out of Maryland and down to a place later eventually called Kentucky. So a lot of folks don't even know those guys started in Maryland. Um, and then, you know, in 1910, we had 44 distilleries in Maryland, uh, all making rye whiskey, kept making it through Prohibition. It's one of the reasons we're called the Free State. And then eventually a lot of the distilleries switched over to ethanol production to help support World War II. Um, you had the Agricultural Act of 1933, where the government actually subsidized corn and stopped, paid people to stop growing rye. And the last distillery closed its doors in 1982 uh, and sold its name off to Heaven Hill, and that's Pikesville Rye. And so, but yet you can go for decades without anybody in Maryland actually making, you know, any rye whiskey. And we just saw that as a great opportunity. So Sagamore, we started in 2013. We launched our first product in 2016. And, uh, you know, our goal is really just to inspire a global passion for Maryland rye whiskey. And, and help bring that and put Maryland back on the map as, as a you know leading distiller state. That's that's incredible. And and so really Maryland was making uh, whiskey before Kentucky was a state, right? I you said it, not me, but you're <laughs> right. Like, that's right. You know, we uh, we'd like to think we we're making whiskey. Uh, we were distilling for about 158 years before Kentucky was right. a state. So right, I know. You know, hey, they've got a great program now. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I know. I, 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 <laughs> you were probably wanting me to say it, not you. But I, I think it is kind of interesting that there's this um, there's there's this 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 shift of having distilleries making great rise, great bourbons everywhere, and and I think it's wonderful that you all are uh, honoring uh, that tradition. Um, and really, before you guys came along, there was there much rye or much whiskey even being made in Maryland? Are you, are you, okay, did you have my question? There you are. I think I you froze. Did not. You froze. I did not. I apologize. That's okay. No, uh, I was going to say, before you guys came along, was there, was there much rye coming out of Maryland? Was there much whiskey coming out of Maryland? No, not much at all. You know, there's 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 several distilleries that started before us. Um, right. Quite a bit of them doing rum, 
uh, vodka, things like that. Um, but no, there, there hasn't been much rye whiskey coming out of Maryland, but that's about to change. You know, not us, but several distilleries are now doing, which is very exciting. Um, I'm glad the more in Maryland that do it, the better. Right. Absolutely. And it's such a beautiful distillery there in Baltimore, Maryland. I know Baltimore, Maryland. I noticed a lot of people are joining us. Uh, so if you're just joining us, it's Sagamore Spirit Rye. It's Brian Tracy. He's the president, and we really enjoy their their rye whiskeys a lot. Uh, let's go ahead and taste this, okay? Why don't we taste? Uh, yeah. Because why don't we? I'm already tasting it, but we'll officially raise a toast to you. And I'll pour a little bit here in a Glen Glen Cairn and, uh, and and drink along with you. Cheers, what? Brian. It's good to see Cheers. you. Thanks for being here, and thanks to everyone who's watching. If you're watching this, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, share this, like this, and tell us down down below what you're drinking. All right, so what what do we have here? What's what makes this? Uh, so this what, is our signature rye whiskey. Um, there's a few things that kind of make it a little bit unique and different. Is one, it's an 83 proof, which you don't see many whiskeys 83 proof. And right. one of the reasons a lot of the historic uh, Maryland whiskeys were either 80 or 86. We kind of split the difference, and then we distill two different mash bills. We distill one that's 95% rye, 5% malted barley aged that for about four to five years on this product. And then we distill one we call our barely legal rides, 52% rye, the rest corn and malt, and aged that four to five years. Wow. And then this product has a blend of those two straight ryes, so you kind of get the spicy complexity of the high, but this sweet, fruity floralness of the low really makes a very smooth, very complex whiskey for a low-proof whiskey um, with a really kind of a nice, sweet finish to it, uh, which we kind of consider to be Maryland style. So, I mean... You know, on the nose, you kind of get a little bit of that rye spice. Yeah, you do. Nice, spicy, a little bit of creaminess. But you're looking for the Maryland style is, is partly defined by a, a more of a, a sweet finish then. Correct. Yeah, in our opinion. And um, and so that's – you even get a little bit of like – a little bit of fruit, a little bit of the caramel on that. And then uh, – yeah. You know, definitely some of that classic baking spices, that clove, that yeah. nutmeg, um, but almost a little bit of apricot, a little bit of a little bit of fruit, a little, yep. little sweetness to it, a little yep. bit of caramel. Yeah, some really great. Uh, it's sweet, not overly sweet. Maybe a little bit of creme brulee, some dessert-like flavors, but it has the zest of rye, but it's approachable. It's not overdone with the zest, and um, and it's it's warming. I mean, this is this is great. And and like you were saying, not a whole lot of rise uh, for the um, standard release R83 proof. Why did you all go with the 83 proof? Yeah, so we just we liked where it fell. You know, we're really trying to find that Maryland approachable uh, right. rye whiskey, um, something that could still stand up in a cocktail. Um, so we knew we'd have the cash strengths and the big and the bolds, but really right. wanted to grab that other end of the spectrum. Um, and a lot of people are still new to whiskey or rye whiskey especially um so wanted to kind of get them in the door with this one uh as something that they people are always taken back on how smooth it is it is doesn't have that angular bite to it um so it's a great great rye whiskey especially if you're newer to the category still stands up well in a cocktail and then like i said i think maryland a lot of their whiskeys were either 80 or 86 proof um so we kind of just split the middle there if you will and then we proof everything using the limestone spring water from our little spring house at Sagamore Farm. So right. that's where we get our name. That's where you get the name. And uh, and what is Sagamore Farms? So that's a, that's a beautiful 
now about 530-acre farm uh, that's 22 miles north of downtown Baltimore, started by the Vanderbilt family in 1925, uh, and has a lot of thoroughbred horses that train on it. And, you know, this is the birthplace and, and still buried on the farm today. Uh, for those who remember Native Dancer, the horse of the 50s, the first animals ever on the front cover of Time magazine. Uh, and, you know, it was a gray horse called the Gray Ghost was its nickname. Everybody would sit around on black and white TVs back in the 50s, you know, and he really popped compared to all those chestnut horses. And especially since he had this stride, I think the typical stride of a horse is and it's, uh, kind of the, like the 20-foot range. He was around 33 um, you know, the mid twenties, I should say he was around 33 and he had this knack of never getting out of the gate starter gate very well, but always came from behind. So it was really fun to watch. He won 21 of 22 races. Um, the only one he lost was the Derby, but in 2008 and 2011, every horse in the Kentucky Derby's bloodline can be traced back to native dancer. And he's, um, from that farm and we still got a lot of great horses. We had one take second place in the Ohio Derby this past weekend. So that's really exciting. And, uh, come to find out. The whole farm is built on a shelf of limestone aquifers, so a little little luck there too. And and so we pull the the spring water from our little spring house out there, put it in like three hundred and thirty gallon totes once or twice a week, depending on what we're bottling, and we'll bring it down to the distillery and we'll proof all of our whiskeys using it. So that's that's incredible. So the uh, w what a great history and 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 having that horse uh, and the bloodline now other horses uh, having that history though really go into that bottle really puts sort of this uh, classic uh, Americana equestrian um, life into this whiskey. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, Maryland's got a lot of great horse farms as well. There's so many similarities. I always feel, you know, a lot of times I love visiting Louisville. And um, it reminds me a little bit of Baltimore, too. You know, we've got a power plant live here. They've got the 4th Street live. Um, they're along the water. We're along the water of the Inner Harbor. Uh it's just there's so many over overlaps. It's incredible. It, it really is. It, it does have that feel. So many great people, both places. I always enjoy uh, uh, visiting you all there. And what a and it's an amazing distillery you guys have there, one right on the water. Thank you. Yeah, we're 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 very very lucky to have the facility we have. So if you haven't been there, we'd love to have you. We took um, I think the number eight distillery in the country uh, out of top twenty five for travel and leisure about a year ago. And we're located right on the water, right in downtown Baltimore, um, right by Camden Yards, M&T Bank Stadium, right by the Inner Harbor where the aquarium is. It's a five-acre facility. We've got three buildings. We've got a, a, a great restaurant, which will be opening back up on Wednesday, which we're excited mm -hmm. about. Uh, and then, you know, we have our distillery, which has our, our column still and has two 350-gallon doublers nine 6500 gallon fermenters and then a 250 gallon pot still batch system and then another building for all our barreling bottling uh filling and our visitor center and so forth so it's a great experience we do a lot of activations what we can right now it's a little difficult but uh, you know come down we're going to move some activations out onto the lawn and you can sit and have a, a cocktail overlook the water uh and enjoy the outdoor space Incredible. It's, it's such a lovely place. Uh, and again, you all just recently have reopened for people to come in and uh, be in the store. That's kind of what's happening now. Yeah, we closed down on, on March 14th and Wednesday we'll be opening back up. We'll be opening up our store, our visitor center to um, very limited capac capacity. You know, we're going to cut the occupancy by half. 
we still aren't going to run tours. Um, we just don't want to risk the, um, you know, putting them in the operations area at this stage. You know, we're going to continue to perfect the process and get a little better, a little wiser as we move on. But we've got a great system in place now to make sure our guests are safe, our, our teammates are safe, and you can come in, shop, and you can try some of our whiskeys because, you know, it's nice if you can try them a little bit before you actually pull the trigger on some of these, you know. <laughs> Some of them uh, aren't that inexpensive, so. Right, so it says you can try these out, and then there's some of these that um, are there. Some you can only buy in the uh, in the gift shop, or. We do. We have, you know, we have three core products, if you will. We yeah. just tried our signature, if you will, our '83 yeah. proof. Tell we us about the Right, good that's idea. A, a double oak. Um, that's 96.6 proof. So we'll after age it for about five years. We'll age it again for another year in a toasted wave state barrel. And then we have our cast strength. So those three products are available all the time. And then we have a Sagamore Reserve Series, which I think we'll talk about in a little bit here, Tom. Yes. Um, that's a limited time offering. It can be available in different markets throughout the country. And then we have another line called Distillery Exclusives that in a sense inform the Sagamore Spirit, uh, Sagamore Reserve um, line. So sometimes it's just one barrel, sometimes it's four barrels. You know, we've had a sherry finish. The only place you could get it was at the, the distillery. Just waiting to see how the consumer reacts, what they think, what the feedback is. Um, we have one that we aged in um, uh, some Lafroy barrels. We had mm -hmm. one we uh, about to release that's um, done in tequila barrels. You know, so it's kind of like this little R&D incubator system, if you will. And those are called the... Oh, are those are distillery exclusives. Distillery exclusive. What's the, what's the tequila one like? Uh, it's really interesting. You know, I haven't actually had it in a few months because um, I've been working from home. But uh, it's interesting. Got a little bit of smokiness to it. A little bit of that tequila that really balances well with that the, the rye spice. You know, it, it actually works really well. And they had... And I... Don't quote me on this, but I think tequila was in them for just about 12, 13 years. Um, right. So it's going to be really fun and really unique. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I know when I was there, I'm trying to remember all the ones I tried. I think they pulled out quite a few samples in the laboratory for me to try a bunch of. I think I tried a cognac one and uh, maybe port. I tried a bunch. I tried a bunch right from the barrel, and the, they were amazing. I think that cognac one was uh, – was it a 30-year-old cognac? Is that? Yeah. So we had um, – the Port One won World's Best Rye Whiskey in San Francisco. Wow. And then after that, we came out with a cognac where we sourced some cognac barrels that had cognac in it for 30 years, took our five-year-old rye and finished in it for six months. And if you can find that one, that one's absolutely spectacular. That one's really spectacular too. But in your core, uh, the original rye is incredible. The barrel strength I've had, it's amazing. The double, there's the double just really gives something that's really a, a, a powerful – uh, juicy and just really robust uh, flavor to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's 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 this one here for you. But like, it's wild. The mouthfeel on it is so incredible, so different that from that wave stave barrel. You know, we'll cut grooves down the inside of the staves. It increases the amount of contact between the whiskey and the wood by about twenty-two to twenty-five percent. Um, and then just doing a toasting on that for another, and then letting the five-year-old whiskey sit in there for a year. Uh, it's beautiful. The color on it's spectacular too. It's totally different. So and you don't you see some double oak bourbons. You just don't see many double oak rye. So that's a really fun one. Yeah, I've not I've not seen any, uh, those. I think what you're doing with rye, it's it's very innovative and, and it's beautiful. And of course, um, 
the bottle itself uh, with the, uh, the the imagery here where it's playing homage to the Sagamore Farm, right? This is the Sagamore Farm. Uh, uh, yeah, the three diamond logo of ours we got yeah. from the farm, the Vanderbilt family. The bottle is inspired by some of the old Maryland rye whiskey bottles from the 1800s. Okay. Uh, we saw one that was embossed down the side, six-sided, really beautiful bottle. Yep. And so we kind of took old meets new, kind of right. give the folks before us a nod and thank them for what they started and and uh, took the baton from them and we're moving forward. So. Excellent. And I've already seen some questions. Uh, I know Sagamore Spirit is uh, – People are asking where they can find it. It is available in, in many states. How many states are you guys in? Um, we're just about uh, about 36 states. Okay. You're, so, in a, you're in a lot of markets. So yeah, that's... pretty much the entire East Coast. Um, and we just started moving more into the Midwest. Um, you know, Texas, California, um, Colorado, Kentucky, but, you know, not a lot of places in Kentucky. Indiana, um, Ohio's just coming on. Minnesota, Chicago, Illinois, kind of, uh, uh, you know, the typical, the typical right. states. You're in, you're in some great markets and some great, we've seen you in some great bars, some great places being really featured as a, as a really loved ride. So that's. Yeah. Uh, and you can go to our website, sagmorespirit.com. And on there, we have a, a link called find ride. And if you go there, type in your zip code. Um, and hopefully that should help. And uh, if they're not, send us an email at info at, We'll see if we can help locate one for you. I'm going to pick that. Uh, SagamoreSpirit.com. There is the website. And uh, make sure you all check out Sagamore Spirit and follow them on all the social. And and so many Rye fans. I mean, I, I love Rye. I know there's a lot of Rye fans watching. So this is a ride that you definitely want to check out all their expressions. And, of course, we are here every night for you at 8 p.m. Eastern time on BourbonBlog.com Live. Keep on uh, coming back and checking out uh, great guests. Uh, like my friend Brian here uh, from uh, many distilleries, many places. We're always tasting something good. And tell us down below uh, what you're tasting tonight. Hopefully, hopefully they're starting their Monday off with something good. I think Monday's a good day for uh, a good drink, don't you, Brian? I totally agree. Uh, I've been referring to them as COVID Mondays lately. COVID it's, Mondays. Like, it's like you know, if you can get through a COVID Monday, you know, you deserve a nice little beverage at the end of the day. You 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 definitely do and. There, no, so I've been experimenting a lot with cocktails. Uh, my wife and I have since we've been, uh, you know, especially during the first few weeks of this whole thing. You know, we were not going anywhere much. Um, any any cocktails that you've kind of stumbled across or anything you've done with Sagamore that you hadn't normally done that you were like, hey, I'm so glad I was in so I could discover this? I've, um, I've recently switched to drinking my Manhattans up. Uh, okay. I don't know why, but I just kind of fell in love with chilling the um, – uh, you know, a, a glass and pull out of the freezer, stirring it um, and then straining it. And I've been doing that with the cast strength and uh, a couple different vermouths. And I'll use a little shot, a little, just a little touch of Benedictine in there. Um, you know, and I've been really, that's kind of been a go-to for me lately. That's for sure. That's cool. Uh, that's uh, that's a good plan. It's, How it's about good. you? What have you been, what have you been, uh, what's your cocktail? Well, I, we've discussed, We've discovered several. There's actually, a, um, I think it's called a Venetian coffee that uses coffee and rye whiskey and Amaro, uh, a little simple syrup and orange bitters, cardamom, um, and a little cinnamon with whipped cream on top. And, oh. it's, and I've been using some Montenegro, a little simple syrup. Uh, it's just a really, it's a really robust, well-rounded coffee. I'm going to have to make some maybe tomorrow uh, for brunch with, with Sagamore Spirit. 
Uh, another rye, because I love rye, another rye cocktail. You, have you had revolvers before? Yeah. So I, I love revolvers, but I've really come to love them even more during um, the quarantine. They go, I think they go extremely well uh, with cigars, and uh, I just, I really love a good revolver. So, but that coffee is like, I got, I'm gonna try it with Sagamore. It's like one of my favorite new things. So. There's another one I've done too, a, a called the Cold Fashion. Have you had the Cold Fashion where you get the cold what is it? Um, coffee liqueur and rye whiskey, and make it basically the same way. The Cold Fashion. Uh, Really good one. Nice. So you're pretty much putting a little coffee liqueur in an, in an old fashioned. Yep. I like it. That's yeah. cool. A little pick me up, needless to say. Yeah, we. It seems like we've all needed a little of these coffee cocktails <laughs> during, uh, not knowing what day or time it is sometimes during. <laughs> no, we're, we're we're slowly transitioning out of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. just maybe. Could be, but uh, man, you're 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 right. Just your uh, your standard rye. I mean, say the standard. This is the original, uh, eighty three proof. Again, the other ones, the uh, double barrel is is how much? What's the proof on that one? Ninety six point six. Ninety six, and the cask is usually around one thirteen. And then we have a barrel select. Um, if anybody in your any retailers by you do the barrel select, right? That, um, that's all six year old rye whiskey, which we think is a real sweet spot, uh, and one hundred and ten proof. And you'll let them actually choose. That's like the the private barrel. Correct. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. Are there a lot of uh, a lot of Maryland, a lot of East Coast? Or have you had some private barrels all over? All over, really. We've um, Texas has uh, bought a tremendous amount. Nice. Um, I just uh, actually think uh, just had some interest from Ohio uh, yesterday, or excuse me, Friday, and uh, you know Florida, uh, but a bulk of them kind of from are uh, from Maryland up through New York. That's for sure. Nice. That is uh, that's cool. So this, um, these barrel finishes, these barrel finishes have all been just dynamite. All the ones I've tried, I think I, I'm trying to remember all the ones I've tried. I've got um, a Brewer Select. What's, uh, what was the Brewer Select? I don't know if I had that one. What was that? So the Brewer Select is one where we, this is really kind of a fun story. So we, we think you work hard all week. On Friday, you deserve a good drink. So we call Friday Friday, kind of, if you will. And... <laughs> Um, we launched on Friday, May 13th, 2016. So when it lands, a Friday lands on uh, on the 13th, we kind of, that's our holiday, if you will. It happens once or twice a year. We decided <laughs> we were going to trademark Friday the 13th. And uh, come to find out, it was already trademarked by oh. Sierra Nevada. They had oh, wow. here out of Rye Grain. And so we said, why not? Let's just call them and see if they'll give up the marks, you know? Right. We said, hey, do you guys want to give up the marks? You know, I can't believe they even took our call, but like, uh, and then they called us back and said, I'll tell you what, would you be willing to send us 50 barrels and some Maryland rye grain? And sure, no problem. So we did that. Yeah. We flew some of our team out to California, brewed a, uh, a beer with them uh, called uh, Rye Ale. Uh, and um, they, uh, it was fabulous beer. And then when they dumped the beer out of that, they sent the barrels back to us. We put four-year-old rye in it. And then when it came out, we proofed that at 90. And it was like a really like a nice, sweet caramel, like almost like single malt. Wow. It was really incredible. And that, some of that's still out there, probably. So you went, so again, you made the beer, or your, your, your people went up there with them, or California. They made the beer 
put it in barrel, then those barrels came back to you guys. Yep. And then you finished your your whiskey in that, and so it gives. So it's gone full circle. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's we always say, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle when you can. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was a really fun one. We talked about the cognac finish. And we had a vintner's finish, which was a blend of different red wines right. barrels. Uh, we had one finish in Muscatel barrels. Um, that one too. Yeah, that was a really great one, kind of like a honey fig, really interesting one. That was fabulous. Uh, now I'm probably starting to overlook some as well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we, you know, we've had some fun. You know, a little bit of R and D, get a chance to show off the talents of the team, and you know, I just think rye whiskey's got so many. It's really, really versatile. It finishes really well in different types, whether it's a uh, something that was a, a wine, a port, or something, a sherry. Um, it finishes well in beer barrels. We did another one with an imperial stout. Um, and then, you know, we got the tequila coming out, which is going to be right. fun. So it's fun. It's a great little program. You know, depending on how many barrels we source, um, it can be six barrels. It could be 30 barrels. Uh, sometimes it's three markets. Sometimes it's 12 markets. And then when it's gone, it's gone. So they're, they're very limited, sometimes more limited than others, but they're just they're one-offs just to showcase something unique about uh, the barrel itself that it's finished in and, and your spirit. And the most recent one that we have here is the Calvados finish. And, uh, you know, amazingly, I actually, um, I'm, I'll tell you real quick. I went to, we went to the Calvados region of France several years ago. I, I, I did, was a journalist there for a uh, international trophies they were doing for cocktails. And I, I, I already was a cocktail or Calvados fan. I love Calvados and a beautiful region and a beautiful, a beautiful uh, uh, spirit. It's great stuff. It is, you know, and I'll be a perfectly transparent. Like I didn't know that much about Calvados before this right. project started. And then, you know, you kind of dive in and, uh, Wow, like I'm, I don't know what took me so long to discover this, but we, right. you know, we ended up sourcing some barrels from the Normandy region of France, and uh, this one again, I, I, I'd love to give some credit to our team, our operations team, because they really just put quality first. It's so incredibly important. So basically, what they did is we sourced these barrels, um, we put our rye whiskey, our, our five-year-old, four to four and a half, five-year-old rye whiskey in them. Uh, the Calvados barrels for 13 months. And then when we came out, we just had noticed we picked up a little bit of the, the French tannin, a little bit of, a little bit of a bite. The guys didn't love it, and uh, they said, we really don't think you should release this. And so this came out this spring. It was supposed to go out a year earlier. Wow. Uh, so what do, you, what do you recommend? And they took some freshly dumped rye barrels, American oak rye barrels, and then put that back into those for another 10 months. And it really balanced out. And I think it's spectacular. We got double gold in San Francisco Spirit Competition. Just got a 91-point rating from Whiskey Advocate. Um, you know, it wasn't easy. The team made some hard decisions, but they made the right decision. It's, I think, just a, a really beautiful whiskey and works really well with those Calvados barrels. Really got some beautiful apple notes, a little bit of honey. Uh, it, it, it's beautiful. A little baking spice. Well done. This is, yeah, the nose on it is, I mean, you do get those apples, but you get that spice. You get so much, there's so much complexity to this. It's very, uh, and again, the total amount of time it was finished was, at the end of the day, was? I went, uh, yeah, after aging, the original American oak barrels 
we did another 23 months between the Calvados and back into the rye barrels. And back so, into the rye barrels. And that yeah. really helped kind of, that helped really bring out more. Yep, really rounded it out. Um, yeah, so 13 months in the Calvados barrels and then 10 months back into freshly dumped rye barrels after already being aged the first time for about four and a half years. Wow. Is that, was that one of the first times with, with this program they had put it back into the rye barrels to bring something out? Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. That's so good. It's really seen a journey. I mean, it, it, you get those Calvados notes, you get that that crisp, nice, uh, almost, it's it's apple pie-like, but you get so many other spices, and, and little, it's a little honeyed in places, and creamy, and it's, it's, so, it's so spectacular. So people, um, this is in, a, in, a, in several markets. How many markets will this be in? Oh. Uh, it's okay if you we can. This is, you know, um, and some of the online, you know, if you go to our website, too, we have, uh, you can get to an online retailer. Sometimes it's easier that way. Um, but I, I believe it's in about eight different markets. So not a tremendous amount, you know, but um, it's out there. It can be found. It just came out this spring. So, um, and like you said, it's just like this baked apple pie kind of. Yes. <laughs> it is. This is so good. Cal the Calvados finish and um, be looking for that. Be looking for any of the finishes. There, you do usually do how a couple a year, two or three a year. You do or um, of these? Yeah, yeah we do. Um, uh, kind of varies a little bit. You know, we've had one year where we only did one, but we try to do one in the spring and one in the fall. Right. We have a really fun, unique one coming out in the fall. Uh, something maybe has done before, but I haven't seen it. Um, so we're very excited about the one that's coming out in the fall. Um, but you know, for the most part. Um, you know, because this one, Calvados, came out a year later. This year, we actually have basically three Sagamore Reserve lease, uh, releases, which typically isn't normal. But you don't release a whiskey till it's ready, right? You 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 do it when it's ready. I like that. I like the fact that you have that commitment of just being ready. Um, the one in the fall is that something that you're not talking about yet, or is it? Uh... Not talking about it yet. You'll have to have me back if I can weasel my way back in. <laughs> we might be able to do that. I'd love to taste it with you. Know, if, uh... if I gave it away, you wouldn't have to have me back. <laughs> <laughs> we still have you back. <laughs> but it's a really unique blend of, of multiple different types of barrels. Oh, wow. Cool. It's going to be pretty spectacular. Cool. So it's, uh, it's again, it's Sagamore Spirit, uh, the core line, the – the double barrel, the original, the cast strength, and also be looking for their finishes and also their um, distillery additions there at the distillery. Um, for now, it's it's rye you're making. Is there ever? I mean, obviously we love rye, and and any any plans to ever do anything else on the whiskey front? Or I was always told never say never. <laughs> um, you know, and it's one of those things you can't. You know, one of the things we we did quickly learn in this business is you can't turn around and say. Hey, uh, next year we should release a ten-year-old. Right. <laughs> you kind of got to plan that eleven years ago. So the focus is is rye whiskey right now. That's for sure. That's where our heart is. Um, right. Uh, you know, we don't know where we go from here. We've got a lot of work to do. Um, I think for us, we want to stay laser focused on getting known for something um, instead of going trying to cast a wide net. So uh, you'll be hearing a lot about our rye whiskeys for a while. Excellent. And no, it's, it's all, they're all so delicious and they're really unique from other uh, whiskeys out on the market. 
You've done so well with what you've done, an incredible team, an incredible place. Um, more and more things will be, uh, as far as on your grounds, uh, opening, it sounds like, here in the coming weeks and months. So people that are visiting Maryland, uh, going through Baltimore. And I'll have to say this, you're not too far from the airport. No, as you know that, Tom, like yeah. uh, we're, we're 10 minutes from BWI. So, so um, I've usually made you, uh, I mean, not, not that you're not worthy of my first stop, but I've usually said, look, I want to get to Sagamore before I leave the East Coast because I'm doing other events on the East Coast. So I intentionally booked my flight to go out of Baltimore, and I know that I can have some nice sips right into that last minute till I have to go to the East Coast. That's right. And there's multiple ways to get to the airport. So if there's an accident, you're not, you know, you've got options. That's the beauty of it because I've tested that theory. Trust me. Right. Um, but yeah, we're real close to the, you know, if you get a chance, hopefully, you know, when things kind of get back to the way we dream of them being, you know, you get a chance to come see your favorite baseball team play the Orioles or you know, <laughs> your NFL team come or, you know, it's just, it's a great, we have so many great restaurants. We've got world-class um, hotels like um, the Pendry. Uh, there's just so many great things to come and see and do this amazing city. So, um, you know, if you come anytime soon, you can even buy some hand sanitizer while you're here. Uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to getting back to whiskey producing here at, uh, in another month. So just probably like three, four weeks, we'll be get back. We've been making hand sanitizer since uh, uh, March. Wow. So you guys have really gone just doing the san hand sanitizer since then. Yeah, you know, we mm. – First, we thought we'd never do it. I mean, it was just someone called us and we said, no, we don't. And then we got a phone call from a local hospital um, saying, we're going to be out of hand sanitizer in, in two weeks. And they, they walked us through the entire scenario. They had they had vision into it from Washington State hospitals. And they laid it out. It was like, holy cow, like, okay, we better make some hand sanitizer. And so we were worked closely with Johns Hopkins University. Um, and their, their pharmacist team and their chemists, and we uh, created one that was FDA compliant and World Health Organization approved. And uh, we started supplying Hopkins alone with about 1,500 gallons a week. And then we've about 150 different organizations and community mm. throughout the community. So uh, once we started that, you really can't leave till you know they're in, in good shape and their they're regular mm. suppliers are coming back online. And, and we're seeing that now. So um you know, it felt great to try and do our part during this, um, but really looking forward to getting back to, to whiskey. That's for sure. Yes. Well, and good luck to you, as you all do. Uh, so many things to see there in Baltimore. Great city. You're you're from Baltimore, right? Yep. Grew up right here in Maryland. So, uh, yeah. So I, when I speak highly of it, maybe I'm a little biased, but, you know, I love this place. That's for That's sure. Cool. It's, you know, it's so great this to see summer, it. we got our crabs, you know, we're picking crabs again, you know, crab cakes. You got to come to Maryland and have a crab cake. So a crab cake and a, and a Sagamore rye. Would you have a favorite, uh, one of your ryes to, pour, to pair with the crab cake? Um, uh, I'd probably go with the signature, the one we started with, you know, because um, it's already got a lot of spice, you know, the, the, right. the obviously the Old Bay seasoning and everything, you know, you take a big cast strength in the old base season and your lips are going to be, they're going to be feeling it for sure. You know, <laughs> that's not, that sounds like a good, a, a good pairing. That makes me, makes me want to travel, which I haven't like most people watching. Haven't <laughs> right. heard for like, I want to come have some crab cakes with you there, Brian. No, this is uh it's great to have you here. And, and, and again, it's Sagamore spirit. Uh, check out all of their rise and, um, and their, uh, there are other products like the Calvados finish. And um, 
These what what do these go for roughly? The your 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 core line and your signature is um, usually about thirty nine dollars. Our double oaks usually about fifty nine. Cast strengths usually around mid sixties, and then the um, limited time offerings they're usually around sixty nine dollars. Excellent, all delicious stuff. They're they're so good, and and if you can't. Find them in your market. Go online to one of the uh, retailers that ships. Uh, I know a lot of those carry them, so check those out and and go onto their website to see where you can find the uh, the Sagamore Spirit and um, and then also while you're at it, I'll throw that up there once again. Bourbonblog.com. Bookmark that, and uh, you know, in the meantime, if you have any whiskey questions, don't hesitate to drop me a line at uh, Tom at bourbonblog.com, or if you want to talk about a tasting uh, for your business or company, I've been doing a lot of virtual tastings, private tasting, so uh, drop me a line. And uh, this is uh, its really great to have everyone watching here on our uh, our Monday night. Uh, even though it's not Friday, Friday, Monday is a good time to start with rye. <laughs> so we That's always, right. Yeah. We always count on rye for, uh, for a Monday. Uh, as far as what, uh, you know, this time in our world, COVID, um, you know, hopefully things are getting better. We don't know when things will be completely back to whatever the normal will be. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, you know, being in the industry, how, how is it going to affect uh, distilleries? How is it going to affect um, spirits and the enthusiasts that enjoy them? What do you think? You know, um, I can speak for the little guy for the most part. It's It's been challenging, that's for sure, because... Um, we're still a very much a discovery brand, right? I mean, we're not, we don't have a, a, a big awareness like some of these. So when all of a sudden you move to curbside or you don't have a chance to walk the aisles and, and shop and learn and, and discover a brand like Sagamore, um, you know, you, you feel it. And, and we've highly focused in on the bartender community and the restaurants it really is a great chance for you to come in hear a little bit about who we are and try our product before going and spending 40 bucks or something. Right. Uh, so, you know, that was 40% of our business, uh, the restaurants. And so it's, it's been challenging. That's for sure. Um, you know, they, we rely on events. Like uh, I think a lot like yourself, you know, to get the name out there, you know, those are very important for whiskey brands. Right. Uh, so we miss all that, you know, we understand and being patient, but we certainly miss it. I think, uh, it's going to be, it's got, it's, I know it's tough on the, that restaurant community. And uh, you think about how some of your favorite restaurants, you may not eat at them again. It's a little scary to think, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, all in all, I mean, this is an amazing country. And uh, I think we're gonna, we'll are we be just fine in the long run. But there's no doubt there's going to be some knocks. And there's, it's going to be tough on the small distilleries. That's for sure, you know. We're just getting started, a lot of us. And, just trying to get the name out there. It's been difficult lately. So, you know, events like this are great. I've been doing a tremendous amount of them. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, moving to more online, uh, which we should, we, we're doing anyways. I mean, there's, we're not going to turn our back on the internet anytime soon. So that's been good. We're moving more and more to that kind of e-com channels. Um, we'll get through this. That's for sure. Well, that's, that's, that's so well said, Brian, and definitely, uh, you know, support, Distilleries, small distilleries like Sagamore Spirit and and new brands and 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 all those brands. I think it's you know obviously we love um, a lot of the big names, but it's so important that people keep supporting local and they keep supporting craft distilleries um, during this time. Um, that's what we've really been advocating. So uh, we appreciate what you're doing there, and thanks for all you've done for for your community uh, with the hand sanitizers and just what you're doing for the um, the world of uh, whiskey, Brian. You guys are doing an awesome job. 
Thanks, Tom. Cheers, buddy. We'll, we'll definitely get you back on here. A, a virtual toast and a virtual toast to uh, everyone watching us tonight with Brian Tracy and uh, the Sagamore Spirit Rye. And uh, thanks, thanks for being here, Brian. Hopefully, we'll see you. Um, hopefully, we'll see you soon in Maryland. I'd love that, man. It's it's great to see you. I missed the bow tie, you know. Like it's really <laughs> cool to see you. Uh, you know, sorry we're not seeing each other at a derby or a Preakness event or something like I that. Know. But you know, we'll figure this thing out. And it's great that you and your family are safe. And thanks again for the opportunity. And thanks for everybody who tuned in. You know, Absolutely. Cheers, Brian. Thank you so sure. much, man. Thank you, buddy. All right.